Disney presents... Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. I am George, and here is my one of my musketeers, Hunter. Hey! And our special guest again, Elizabeth. Hi! And here's our host, Joshua. <laughs> hey! Uh, like George said, though, thanks for uh, joining us for another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Um, I do want to apologize, it's been a little while. That's uh, my fault, just started some new work, so... I've been kind of doing that in school. But uh, it's good to jump back into the Disney. So uh, we're going to start off uh, this week with some quick news. Uh, first of all, I wanted to talk about uh, Mice Chat has been reporting that they got uh, confirmation that Disneyland is going to be doubling up their fireworks and having two fireworks shows a night now to uh, try to kind of push people out and... Uh, give people more of an opportunity to watch it. Uh, how do you guys feel about two times the fireworks? I'm actually a little excited about it. I think it works, you know. Some of the people want to leave it as soon as the fireworks are over, so I think having that first one, you get some of the you know early crowd people with little kids, they get to leave, and then that last show will you know be the official end of the park day, I think, and be the, uh, the nod to say, all right, well, thanks for coming in and seeing us. I agree. I feel like it's going to push a lot of locals out quicker because, you know, locals, they're, they come in there at night just to see, like, the, um, the parade, you know, paint the night and the fireworks, and maybe they'll just be like, okay, we're good. You know, I agree with Hunter. Um, the other thing I like to add a comment is that since people like to watch the fireworks, I mean, in the line, it'll be way, way shorter. Um, that's true. Lines will be down. Maybe we'll get to go on Peter Pan. <laughs> Commenting on what Hunter said, like I like the idea that one, like if we decide to like leave early that day because of our daughter, um, we can just watch that first showing and then we can take off afterwards. But then if we decide to stay, like the fireworks show itself is really good, especially right now with the 60th. Um, so like I wouldn't even mind watching that one twice. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know if I need that much pyrotechnics. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I mean, um, I know some people. I mean, they come from like different states. I mean, two. I mean, two shows. Why not? You know. Yeah, that's true. And you or know, better viewing would be better. Yeah. Well, I I see like like um, like I was saying earlier, and uh, Hunter hit on like I I see it like a lot of people you know go in and they want to see everything because like realistically now we've got so much going on you got Fantasmic you've got World of Color in Disney California Adventure you have uh, Paint the Night and the fireworks show so if you offer two fireworks shows like it's not as hard like we've had before where we uh, had like the tickets for Fantasmic and we had to miss Paint the Night because we're like oh well we have to go watch this now like so I see it as like a positive where it's like well now there's more of a chance that you can see everything if you wanna, if you wanna fill up, I guess. You know, I think one of the arguments about it is that I mean, since it's gonna be like, I don't know what what time it's gonna be. Like, I'm guessing it's gonna be like around seven or eight. People is gonna be like, well, you know, it's dinner or stuff like that. That's probably the only thing people could argue about. Like, you know, I I see it like, yeah, I see it, I see it as a positive though because if it's earlier, I think more locals are just gonna leave after it. Mm -hmm. And that, that's, of course, a big issue. Like, I know we discussed this with our annual pass holder <laughs> discussion. 
Uh, yeah, actually, that, that, to go on what George was saying, with the whole eating dinner thing, I think that's a plus for it. I'd love to sit down at, you know, the Plaza Inn and be able to just stare at what I'm eating. Yeah, I a actually, I would say that's something I miss about Disney World. Like, Disney World's so cool because you could, like, wherever you were, you could just, like, look over and see the fireworks going on. And that was so cool. You know, uh, I... I still can't believe, like, a lot of people just come just for the fireworks. You just come, oh, just, like, think. watch it. Like, it's, you know, I, I know I'm not local there, but, I mean, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, I agree. I still think that's a little weird. Like, people just coming in just for the fireworks <laughs> and then just heading home. I know. They don't even bother to buy a churro. <laughs> it's They're like, 425 It's like, Dad, we have to go again? It's like, yes, you understand. <laughs> you find out when you're older, son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Um, a little bit of Disney World news. Uh, so Magic Bands on the on Demand is coming to Walt Disney World. Um, so with the ever-growing popularity of the Magic Band at Walt Disney World, uh, this has prompted Disney to decide that uh, they can offer customized Magic Bands, um, which it's uh, apparently a lot like the same service that you get with the D-Tech on Demand, which... Uh, you know, I know we discussed this tr- uh, last time also because uh, we we love the D Tech on Demand because like they give you more options and apparently this uh, Magic Band on Demand's the same kind of thing. Uh, it's uh, ju- it's just gonna be in the park though. So like uh, with it being in the park, I don't know what just happened, <laughs> but uh, with it being in the park, uh, it's gonna be in Tomorrowland at the exit of Space Mountain at their uh, Tomorrowland. Power and Light Company, which used to be an arcade. I don't. That was. Uh, I I thought the arcade was kind of stupid. Like yeah. I know we we discussed this like off air, but like we we kind of hate that about Disney World. How you always walk out and it's a store every time, like no matter what. But uh, one thing is they. Uh, this is from Disney. They said that there's uh, 40 graphics to choose from for the customized Magic Bands. Uh, you can personalize them and put your name on it. Which right. I know George knows someone who would love to do that. Yeah. Actually, I, I think that's a cool thing, because, like, uh, like uh, we also discussed this offline, but with the Magic Bands, uh, when you're going to Disney World and you're staying on property, they put your name on the back of it, but with these customized ones, they actually put your name, like, on the band itself, and, like, I mean, we, we got a kick out of having our name on the inside, so <laughs> I, I'm not... Doubting that people are going to be like, oh, I want my name on the outside of this thing. Let me just add a little comment. I mean, the best thing ever is putting on the band. I mean, it's yours, you know? Yeah. Like, now it's, you know, it's all outside of your name. I mean, it's, I think it's more special. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think, I think with the um, whole, like, customization, like, it really does make it a lot more special to you now since it's not just a base color or the right. Haunted Mansion one that Hunter got. I love that thing. But, uh... <laughs> To, to finish off uh, what Disney had to say, um, they said that there's also park-specific Magic Bands that you can only get at this location, and uh, they're $21.95 or $29.95 if you decide to get them personalized. And then, yeah, uh, we have some pictures that we're looking at, like the park-specific ones, it, it has like a Splash Mountain graphic or... Haunted Mansion. I know the Haunted Mansion, like, they've been, like, showing that off since they first announced mm-hmm. Magic Band, so it's funny to see them finally, like, pulling it out. Um, and then you've got, like, Small World, and then you can kind of see, like, they have some of those, like, uh, kind of more artsy ones uh, right here, like, you know, what Flowers. we ha- uh, what we see on the D-Tech On Demand. 
And then, of course, there's the basic one, which uh, is just colored, uh, and you can put your name on it, and then it has, like, uh, Mickey's, like, you know, icons, like his shoes and gloves and stuff. What do you guys think about customized Magic Bands, though? I think it's awesome. Personally, uh, you saw that. You, you, I would have said, we I would said amazing. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were out there, you know, we had the base colors, and the only thing I could think was, oh, you know, is there, I wish there was a way to customize this. And then we went down there, and you could customize it, but it was like this weird sleeve, and I was not about to yeah. put that on my, my magic game. Yeah, I know what you mean. The, the sleeves, like, we saw those, and we were like, eh, I don't care for that to be on there. Because, like... It's like fabric anyway, and then like we had like the bandits and stuff. I know like uh, Elizabeth and I, we had the Duffy ones for Ellie because she was enamored with uh, Duffy at the time, and uh, poor Duffy, he's gone forever now. He, he's not even at Disney World anymore. They you, took him out. You talk about the things that like you put inside yeah, the hole, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have more characters and stuff like that, right? Oh, yeah, they have a lot more of those now. Like they have Star Wars ones. They have Force Awakens ones too. Like uh, they've showed pictures of that. Let me just say something about the sleeve. Like whoever owns one, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> just why? <laughs> when I when I saw it when I saw it, it's like. What a waste of money. Is it what? Are, are you too sweaty or something? No, but that's what they offered. <laughs> so, like, we didn't need to add the little, what are they called? The little buttons or whatever? Yeah, the bandits. The bandits. We didn't need to own those, but, like, they were there, so we, we bought them. Yeah, and Ellie <laughs> yeah. liked them. I, I would say, like, I look at the sleeves kind of like, they're, like, a cheap alternative to, like, doing the actual customized ones. Because, like, those, I, I think the sleeves were, like, 10 or $15 mm-hmm. deep. These customized ones are 22, but, um, you know, like, it's a, like, like we said, like, we're not fans of the whole sleeve idea. Uh, to me, it was kind of like a book cover, like, it, it didn't really matter. Exactly. To, to add on that, and like you were saying, it's fabric, which means it's gonna get dirty, and it's gonna eventually start to snow. Yeah. I don't know why you want that on your wrist. <laughs> no, the one you could personalize, like, customize your name, is there any way you could order it online, like, receive your door or are you always just going to have just like the basic ones that have your name I, inside I think oh. uh, from what I understand like uh, from their article these customized ones you can only do it in that location and uh, well then doesn't that like the whole planet or sorry the whole planning process of planning your vacation six months in advance like why can't you just do it within there so that way it gets you even more excited when you actually receive it. Well, I mean, this all goes back to the same thing when we had somebody who uh, left their magic band and we had to get a new one and they wouldn't let us change the color. Like, it's the same idea. They're going to give you the base colors automatically because, like, you know, this is, like, asking a lot for to be, like, because if it was the way you're saying, like, where you could be, like, oh, I want to choose one of these instead, that's, like, telling people... As they're doing their uh, vacation, it'd be like, and spend another $22 for a magic band. People would be like, I don't want a magic band. No, give me a hard one. ticket. Yeah, that's that's actually what I was thinking on the lines. Where if they give you, if they provide you with just the solid one, like when you go to one of these stores and you actually see that you can customize it, like you're more apt to make it more individual. Yeah, because now it's, a, now it's more of a gift thing and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, this is a souvenir I'm getting instead of being like, this is a thing they sent me. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, does it make you money? You know, oh, they're just saying, "Oh, here's a little plain one," and then you, when you go, it's, "Oh my God, I want this and this and this." Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Disney's smart. You know how they are. And then, like, the more the I guest uses the band, like, the more they understand, like, "Oh, well, like, I rely on this for my room key, for my payment, whatever." Like. 
they understand that they're going to have that thing for their whole vacation, so it would be a good idea when they actually see it that they're like, oh, well, if I'm going to have this for two weeks or for whatever, I can go through and customize it, and that way we can put our name on it so we know which one's what, if there's more than one color. Well, I see it, too, that, like, um, they're already seeing it as a, like, I know Disney internally, they already see that Magic Bands, like, are finally hitting what they wanted, which it's like a trendy thing that people that go to Disney World will even wear after the trip to show off that they went. So, like, the idea of, like, you being able to get one that's special to you, like, that's even better. Like, they know that people are going to be like, oh, I want this one special. Like, I know when we went last year, they were testing this out, uh, which um, our cast member friend told us, like, because they had the Frozen ones out, which I I know we all made fun of when we saw it, but, (laughs) like... uh, we, um, according to, like, uh, the cast member that told us, they, they said that the whole thing with the Frozen ones is that was them testing it out to see would people be willing to pay more for a magic band that has, like, a character on it. And then they did, so then they started bringing out more. And then, like, this is, like, just them going, like, full out, like, hey, you can make it even whatever you want it to be. You just have to pay a little more for it to be that way. Not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna customize my name. I mean, that looks pretty cool. Oh, yes, or, yeah. or just in case you forget your name. Yeah, right. Well, I can't see colors, so I was like, oh, there's, there's my name. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I do think this is really awesome, though. I, I, I looked at it and I was like, I definitely want this. Uh, yeah, also, like, to, with, once you said about the different parts, different stuff, yeah. I mean, at least you you get the one you really like, what, like, like, Hunter, like Hunter, he loves oh, yeah. Haunted Mansion. You know, at least he knows what he really likes, huh? Uh, yeah, I just I think it's awesome this idea because I remember we got the uh, the magic band in the mail. You know, when we opened the box for the first time, we all had heart attacks. So I think this is perfect. You know, go down there, customize it how you want it. It's, it's I think even, it adds to it. Yeah, it's even more special at that point. You're just like, <laughs> man, this is something I got to decide. So uh, moving on. Um, the Good Dinosaur uh, sneak peek has moved into Disney California Adventure, uh, replacing the It's Tough to Be a Bug. Um, I saw some pictures on uh, uh, Dateline Disneyland, which uh, I highly suggest you read. It's a great read, and uh, just it's awesome to see Disneyland every week. But uh, So I was actually surprised how much work they did on this, because like, uh, the backdrop that they had that's just like grass, they actually put the dinosaurs in that. And, um, you know, other than that, realistically, it's just a 3D sneak peek, and that's all it is. But I, I was surprised that they would do this much work for it. It, it makes me, it, honestly, if, if it wasn't for the fact I knew it was just a preview, it would make me think, are they, uh, replacing the show with, like, a new one for this movie? Because they put a lot of effort into that. That's true. Um, one thing I, I will say, though, like, uh, with the sneak peeks and stuff, it just makes me think, like, if, uh... This is just the trend now if we're never going to get these 3D attractions back. Because, you know, it's tough to be a bug hasn't been running. Because they had Ant-Man and they had this. They had Maleficent a while ago. Yeah, it's Cinderella then, before that. Yeah, yeah, Cinderella made no sense. But uh, <laughs> then you got, uh, what is it, uh, Muppet Vision 3D, which has that... Uh, Frozen single one? I was going to say stupid, but <laughs> I'm going to stop myself right now. Uh that uh, Frozen uh, show, what is it called? Like, um, the first time in forever or whatever. But, you know, that too, like, because uh, they announced that Frozen's going to be replacing uh, the Aladdin musical Spectacular, does that mean that 
that show's going to leave there and Muppet Vision's going to come back? Or are we just never getting Muppet Vision back at all? Like, And, and then at that even, like, uh, with the first time they did this uh, with Muppet Vision, I remember it was for Tron, because uh, they had Electronica going on, but they had the Tron preview only at night, and during the day it was Muppet Vision. I don't understand why they don't do that now. Like, It doesn't make sense that they're just like, no, it's just a movie sneak peek now. It's weird, because I know that we don't really go into those attractions anymore, but I, I used to enjoy them a lot. Yeah. I mean, for a while there, I used to love going into, you know, stuff to be a bug as much as we could. I love that, that attraction, so I kind of hope that they switch it back and forth, and that it's not just, I hope that this isn't just how it is now. I don't want to, I don't want to get too preachy, but, uh... Uh-oh. I, I hate all of these 3D shows just because, like, yeah, to me, they're that. a waste of time I because mean. it's a one—it's a one-ride thing because nothing changes. There's nothing new you can notice. Like, it's just a screen. Like, this is my problem with like Universal. Here we go. It's a whole screen thing. I'm just, yeah, I'm just gonna go light on it. But the screens, like, I don't care to watch a screen. Like, if you show me like we're projecting things on there, I'm like, okay, cool. That's cool once. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, for instance, like the fireworks show, the Disneyland Forever fireworks, how they project images on the main street. Like, that's cool. That's awesome. Right. You go on, you go and sit down in a theater and watch a screen, or you're sitting in a tram watching a 360 screen. It's like, who cares? Like, well, you know what? If we're going to add to that, uh, this whole, you know, nobody's going to, it doesn't have like a rewriting ability. Is what you're saying. Yeah. So, I know this probably wouldn't be... This would probably be counterproductive for Disney, but what about the uh, the idea of maybe switching the shows out every four or so months so you have something new to view? I know it's probably not the best idea, but, you know... That actually reminds me of... Uh, I was watching uh, a YouTube today of the People Mover in 1990, and when they went by the Circle Rama... Uh, they were advertising that they had two shows that they would show in there. They would show, um, what is it, uh, there was like a, an America, I think it's America the Beautiful and Wonders of China, mm. which of course was, uh, from Epcot, but, like, it, it was cool that they had two options. It wasn't just like, oh, you see the same thing every time. And then, of course, like, we have the Magic Eye Theater at Tomorrowland that yeah. currently has nothing because it's about to be the sneak peek for Star Wars. I don't know, like, to me, like, I know I've heard a lot of people complain, like, are the 3D attractions coming back? For me, personally, I could care less if they ever come back, <laughs> because it's a waste of space already, so I would, I would be fine with these just turning into permanent sneak All peeks, right. but, like, if they're gonna do that, just, like, fully get rid of what they were, like, there's no reason for them, like, the Frozen one, like, there's no reason why... I can still see the Muppet Vision. Well, actually, they took some of the Muppet Vision stuff out. But is the logo still up there, though? Because no, probably they, they covered everything in there, uh, actually. Which, to me, I was just like, I assume that meant that it'll never come gone. back. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there that are, like, diehard Muppet Vision people, but... I'm not. Yeah, I've never... <laughs> you know, I know, I know, like, for Disney fans or whatever, I might be in the minority, but I don't care about Muppets. Like, you know, like, even, even as a kid, like, I was just like, okay, whatever... I think I was more of a fan of Big Bird and Sesame Street, but whatever. Like, I know that might, we might have people just unsubscribing CD. right now at this moment. How dare you, Muppet Vision? I don't know. Like, I just feel like you could use that for something else. Just get rid of it. Especially the Hollywood land. Like, that whole area is just kind of a waste of space right now. 
Maybe just finally okay. make it Monstropolis. You I don't yeah. Know. yeah, yeah, I'm over that. That would be cool. But yeah, <laughs> moving on from that. Uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to add about sneak peeks? Get rid of them. Get rid of them. I don't like Muppets, so. Ready? <laughs> said my piece. <laughs> sneak peeks are the 3D um, attractions. Both. I don't care to see sneak peeks. Maybe, maybe she's on a different thing where maybe cool. you can take now, them down. Tron had a cool one. I, I will say that Tron had a cool one. But to me, like, sneak peeks are these 3D attractions. Like, you go in there when it's, like, a thousand degrees outside. Or if you have nothing else to do, you need to kill some time or whatever. But they're just, like, I get why they're there and it's strictly promotion. But, like, for me, I don't care. The way I see it, though, like, for instance, with the... It's tough to be a bug theater and the, um... And the Magic Eye Theater. Realistically, like, you can't do anything with that space. That's the problem. you can at least turn it into, like... Something I don't know. I don't know. Turn it well, no, that's else. what I mean. It's like the problem is, is those areas, the spacing for it, you can't do anything with it. Uh, I guess you could do you something with, do uh, with the tough to be a bug one. I think it's the Magic Eye Theater actually would be the one that That'd realistically because you have with. Space Mountain behind it. You have like the um, arcade next to or what that used the to be pizza porter, that nasty pizza place, that plastic pizza place, <laughs> the place <laughs> that was. Um, before the princess meet and greet in DCA. Wasn't that just like a little concert area? And let's see, what, look what they turned that into. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? Where they had that little landing? Oh, and, and is, that, is that is that is that too old? Disneyland, the uh, the the, the, <laughs> the, air, princess the, fair. the princess fair, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Disneyland. You said DCA. I, no, oh, did I? I'm sorry. Yeah. I meant Disneyland. I was just that like, little what? area, like they that was a little that was a yeah, small that... space, and they turned that into like well, something yeah, that but, was a little um, better. I don't know. I I think they can do something better yeah. than the three D attractions and yeah. the sneak peeks. That's what we're trying. Well, because like it's tough to be a bug. Actually, I would have to you know revise what I said. And like there is definitely enough space because you have to crawl underneath mm-hmm. to get to it. Um, and then like same thing with the uh, Muppet Vision. You could do something because you have that. You have that like a theater that's empty. And then you have the where they have that Olaf and the snow thing, the snow play yard. You could turn those into something together. I think it's really the Magic Eye Theater is the only one that has no space for anything. Listen, I'm just going to keep it short and simple. Just take off the DVD and just put Star Wars and that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be Magic Eye Theater. But uh, moving on from that, I guess. We got way off hand. <laughs> but um, back to Disneyland. Uh the new Toy Story Main Street window premiered. Um, it's uh, pretty. It's pretty awesome. It's got like uh, the toys like in play mode. Like uh, it starts off with like everyone there. You've got Bo Peep uh, in the corner with Woody and uh, Buzz and Woody or Buzz and Woody. That'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> Buzz and Jesse come out dancing like you know a reference to uh, Toy Story three, and then its transformation is uh, the toys go back to being still, and then Andy's arms come down with uh, Buzz and Woody, and he just, like, uh, sways with them. Uh, How do you guys feel about this? I know we watched a video of it, since we haven't actually seen it yet. It's it's, it's nice, you know, it's arguably my favorite movie of all time, so, you know, it's it's nice seeing seeing this. I know that people were, we were discussing this and people were complaining about it, but I think it was good for what it was. Yeah. Uh, One of the things I, oh, I, I personally like it also. Um, one of the things I like, honestly, it's kind of dumb, but, like, the bank, 
Isn't that... That's from, from the first one, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Like, One-Eyed Bart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it references all three movies. Because it's got Wheezy in it. It has the dancing, uh, the Buzz and Jesse dancing. It's got Bo Peep. Um, I like the idea that it was Toy Story, and like you said, like it's one of my favorite movies, but it's one of those things where like the Toy Story characters have become so iconic to where they deserve to have a window on Main Street, whether it be like not as a great transformation as the other ones, it definitely deserves a spot on there. Yeah. Right. It's like an honor, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree too, like I like it. Um, I know Andy Castro, who does Dateline Disneyland, he, uh, went up on, like, a little bit of a soapbox on Dateline Disneyland, complaining that it wasn't, like, a big transformation, it wasn't, it wasn't like the Peter Pan one, but, you know, the, the way I feel is it's, like, not every window has to be, you know, a huge transformation, and then, like, we even discussed it, like, what could you really do with Toy Story? Like, this is definitely, like, That's... the most you could do with it. It's the toys in their natural state and then it transforms with uh, them going to toys with the reference of Andy in there like I don't I, I feel like that's like definitely like what it should have been not necessarily I think like if just because the other windows were uh, like such a higher um, like they did so much more with those windows I think that was kind of like our expectation of the of this one um, but again it's like the story calls for like it just toys like that's what they are um so yeah like i understand where they just did something a little bit more simple for that because it's strictly toys being toys and that's and also i mean i'm glad andy show up because uh <laughs> I, I mean i really thought he wasn't when i first saw this video i thought he wasn't gonna show it's just gonna be toys but i'm glad he's there uh i mean they keep it simple because i mean since he's there playing they can't move George is like, Andy well. is my friend, so I need <laughs> to We've been be buds, okay? We've been buds since we were six. Since I came back five. <laughs> well, I think this, is, uh, this also goes back to, like, the whole uh, iconicness of uh, Toy Story. It had to be Andy, and it had to be Andy's room. That was, like, a definite must. But that's the thing, is what I'm saying is it's, like, I know people wanted it to transform the way the other ones do, like the Peter Pan or the Princess and the Frog, but... It, it's like, what would it transform into? They're toys. Like, they live in our world. It's not like Peter Pan, how, of course, it was going to be him flying out the window, which, realistically, if you want to get on a real, like, you know... Rant. Yeah, if you really want to get, like, particular, the Peter Pan one is in the ride, so it's like, how many times are you going to show me the same scene? <laughs> the Cinderella one, to me, like, isn't that amazing? I'm just like, whatever. Especially, like, during the day, you can't see the effects, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's at night. Yeah. That's when you see, like, the, the fairy dust. Yeah, the, uh, the Princess and the Frog one's really cool, but um, that one, too, like, it, I mean, the realistically, the Peter Pan one is the one that I think, like, has the <laughs> biggest transformation. The, like, uh, I mean, the don't get me wrong, the Princess and the Frog one, I like that one, but it was just, like, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. Um... <laughs> yeah, is, it, is it because that's the first one that's why? What? The Peter Pan. I, to be honest, the Peter Pan one, like, if you did this, like, the ticket books, that would be the e-ticket one. Like, that was the, like, that was the one where you were just kind of blown away with what they did with it. Because it's, like, a full transformation. The, I think the Princess and the Frog one is, like, a definite close to that. Right. But then, of course, like, Cinderella's the Cinderella one's, like, kind of, like, whatever. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like the Toy Story one sits in the middle where it's like, I like it, but, you know, at the same time, I, I'm also big on, you can't have everything be, like, yeah. you know, amazing. It, everything can't, like, make your, uh, your, um, <laughs> your mouth drop. Like, it wouldn't make sense. Like, yeah. In the words of Syndrome, like I was saying, if everything's super, eventually nothing will be. Why does why do they all have to be jaw dropping crazy effects? I mean, that's why that's why everyone's so enamored with uh, Universal right now because <laughs> they've always given you crappy <laughs> level of attractions. So now you're just like, oh my god, look at what they're doing now. But you know, <laughs> eventually you're gonna be like, well, I've seen this. Uh, let me just say something. Uh, the uh, the way they did Andy Room, it's like. Well, I think they did really, really good. Spot on. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. spot on. They did really, really yeah. good. It's definitely Toy Story One. Yes. Andy's room. Though. Yeah, I mean, with the globe. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The poster. Uh, I know. I'm. I don't know. It, 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 like I said, the way they did it, really, really good. Now, here's one of the things I wish. Like you said, I mean, they can't do all, but I mean, it would be cool if Andy like. Like put put them down, like start playing with them instead of like swinging it. But that that's just me, you know. Oh, you're saying just having the hands dangling. I agree, but at the same time, like the characters are not animatronics, or are they? No, right. I don't think so. They're like these lightly. characters. Yeah. yeah, but I think that would have been really cool if you would have seen like um, Andy's down. hands, like you know, adjusting him, like um, like he does in the second one, or second or. Well, first one, first one, yeah, when he like adjusts his hands and then he presses his laser, mm -hmm. I think that would have been really cool. And to see. smack it, and <laughs> yeah, that would have been really. Cool. Maybe in the future. Okay, I, I just <laughs> want to point out what you're talking about is insane. I get <laughs> right, it, but, 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 but then insane. it goes back to like they had no other option but to keep it simple. simple. Yeah, because these are Main Street windows. And then, of course, like, we discussed this before. Like, I'm happy with them doing anything in these. Because, like, before they were just, like, 10-year-old. And then they weren't even, real realistically, they weren't even 10 years old. Because they were way older than that. Because all of the stuff in it were uh, old windows stuff that they were showing off to be, like, remember these? But now it's, like, you know, after 10 years, it was, like, I remember them. <laughs> I do like it when all of them are moving. I think they're, they're pretty yeah. cool. I, I actually, like, just to go back to the windows, I really, like, I love, like, when I was young, I used to love seeing the, you know, the Main Street windows, because they would change for whatever the new movie was. I love that. Like, it was, like, a nice reference to whatever movie was coming out. Of course, Ratatouille was the last one, but you got one window. That was it. But, uh, like, uh, I, I like that these are references, though, to what's considered, like, you know, the timeless stories, and, of course, that... Frozen one is coming, so <laughs> like you know, I don't want to get too. Where, where do we draw? I don't want to get too <laughs> complainy about it, but I do. I feel like Frozen can, doesn't can deserve that status yet. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here in our house, like right now, I would definitely tell you, uh, rewatching it a thousand times with my daughter, <laughs> Aladdin and uh, Lion King, like especially Lion King, like right. I remember people hate on Lion King a lot, but Lion King is an epic it's, story. It's the story. I, I think realistically, like, the reason why people hate on Lion King is because you can tell it was made to be an epic story and an epic film, but it is an epic story and an epic Just film. Just let it be that. I'm, I'm sorry, correct, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they win, like, an award? Like, they, the Lion King? No. Oh, no? No. Uh, it wasn't I, even nominated. I but, know uh, that. I know it was Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, there's only been... 
three animated films that have been nominated for uh, Best, Picture. Best Picture overall, which Toy was... Toy Story 3. It was Toy Story 3, Up, and Beauty and the Beast. Shouldn't they deserve at least, like, a window? Because they're, like, they're, that's, the, the success, you know what I mean? That's hard well, to Lion accomplish. King, has Realistically, Lion King, just because of the legacy it has, you would think that they would, but the thing is, is that Frozen is their new one that they're looking at as Lion King. Well, of course, it's, like, realistically, it, you know, time will tell. Like, we, we can yeah. hate on it all we want. I guess we're kind of like what our parents were with Lion King. But, you know, like, True. <laughs> for, for us, Frozen, it's like, well, we don't know if it really has that kind of, like, pull. Because, like, for Just instance, there. I keep hearing it over and over again. Lion King, the musical, the Broadway musical, is the most successful musical uh, ever made. So it's oh. just like... You, like, it's like, you know, and I know that they have a Frozen one that's coming out soon, yes, or that they're planning. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. that they're planning, but right. it's just like, you don't know if it's going to be the same level. You can hold down. This was one ranking. song, Let It Go, I think we're Yeah, I mean, done. maybe they should take their own advice on that one and just let it go. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, time will tell. We just have to be prepared. Didn't. <laughs> 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 Okay, so uh, really quick things uh, that I wanted to add on to. Um, I saw that Christmas has gotten to Disneyland already. You can buy like all the Christmas merchandise. Flix Fun Fair at a uh, <laughs> uh, so a Bugs Land at Disney California Adventure is already set up for Christmas. Um, so like you can see all that. Uh, I saw some pictures today that Cars Land. You can already see like the. Um, you can already see like the little holders and stuff that they're putting up on the lamppost for the Christmas signs. Um, also, the launch bay looks like it's about ready. You can see on the bottom floor of it, they uh, made it space and it says a long time ago oh, in a galaxy far, far away. But of course, like one thing that's been pointed out is they haven't put any signage up yet, so they don't know what that's going to be. But I mean... It's two different things right? uh, when it opens. It's going to be the bottom floor is Launch Bay and the top floor is Avengers. So right. I don't know if they'll just have, like, two different signs on there. Um, but, you know, that's it for our news. It's, it's funny. Just now I was about to go off about the whole switching to Christmas already, but then it hit me. I'm like, we are, like, seven or so days yeah. out from Halloween. And right after that, it's there. It's Yeah, November 1st is... Uh, Officially, Christmas start season. Yeah. Target has had Christmas out for weeks now. Target's whole back wall is always <laughs> trim a tree. Be sure have... to buy your uh, pumpkins with your Christmas lights. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Now, like Disney, like the castle, I know right now it's all six years because all, you know, um, bedazzle, whatever. Are they going to take it out and put like Christmas stuff? Or are they gonna I think they're going to be. Maybe they're I think they're going to be adding uh, Christmas and to the, it. Yeah, like the snow icicles. Yeah. yeah. So uh, moving on to our main feature. Now that we're almost forty <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> God, we're that's how we do it. <laughs> we're so long-winded. Um, Curse you, Frozen. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, some people had to get on their soapbox, but uh, so. Um, the reason that we're doing uh, our main feature is on baby trip planning for Disneyland because uh, one of our friends actually pointed out to us that we should do that since, uh, you know, they were going to Disneyland and they were asking us for help because they had never gone with a, an infant. And, of course, we've taken Ellie so many times. 
The first year Ellie was alive, she went 44 times. That's and she went to Disney World, so... That's because you're good parents. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Thank you. That's for, what parents supposed to do. Yeah, <laughs> so for us, like, this is, like, secondhand nature. But um, I, I do understand, too, that it's, like, a totally different thing. So uh, I wanted to start off with, because uh, one thing we were concerned with is, like, what kind of... Uh, what kind of attractions you can take a child on, an infant child... So, uh, we actually have compiled a list for you guys so that, uh, you can see it. Um, I also have an article on geodisney.blogspot.com, uh, if you want to go on there. I have an article that has all these attractions on it. But, uh, starting in Disneyland, on Main Street, uh, you obviously have the Disneyland Railroad, which, uh, you know, that's just a fun ride, and it's perfect for, like, if they're in nap mode. I know we, we would do that. We would just take her on there because she would just fall asleep. Uh, you've got the Main Street Vehicles, uh, Disneyland Story, presenting, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. By the way, I did not know that that was the actual title that they're going with right now, but whatever. Right. Um, that's good, too. Like, if you want to take your kid to somewhere that's quiet and air-conditioned, you know, it, it's more... Because, like, for us, when we took Ellie the first time, it was more about, like, making sure she was comfortable. We didn't want her to be fussy or annoyed at all. Everything had to be good, magical moments, so we made sure everything was perfect. So, uh, you've also got the Disney Gallery. I, I suggest going in there anyway. But, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but those are the things you can do. Uh, you want to go on Adventureland, George? Yes. Uh, for Adventureland, you could always go to the Tiki Room. Um, I mean, it's pretty cool because, I mean, you could just sit down and let them, you know, sing while your daughter, you know, she, I mean... It's air-conditioned. Yeah, well, yeah. Thing. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, like, like George is hitting on, though. It's air-conditioned. It has a bathroom in it, so you can use that. And I will give it, there's, like, some, like, loud sounds, but they should be fine. Like, if you sit up against the wall, too, like, it's just perfect. The and other, you can have your Dole Whip. <laughs> oh, that's Woo! true, right? Uh, the other one is the, uh, the Jungle Cruise. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the Jungle Cruise. Oh, yes. Blasphemy. Uh, I, I don't know, I just like don't like I it. I admit it. Yeah, right? I'm just going to say it right now. I hate it. Who would have guessed the Jar Jar fan? <laughs> but it's, it's cool, because I know a lot of, you know, a lot of people love that ride. And it's cool you know, for your dog, because you sit down, and it, like I say, if you want to take a nap, whatever, or, you know, feed them food, whatever. It's, you know, it's, it's a good spot, so. Yeah, it's also slow moving, so it'll take up some time. Um, I also put Tarzan's Treehouse. <laughs> no. Uh, 8,000 steps <laughs> at a time. No. Yeah, no. I know. Like, they, they list that. Well, I wrote down, like, all of the things that Disney lists as any height. But I do want to say, like, if it's an infant, you're not going to take them on Tarzan's Treehouse. You scared Ellie, like, twice. <laughs> what, the tiger? She loves it, though. She's two, though, so she loves the treehouse. Yeah, but... If you, you don't like the treehouse because no. you don't like stairs. <laughs> I think everyone does. I would suggest that, too, like, because Where's of the stairs... Where I eat it? Well, because of the stairs, like, it's definitely not something you're taking <laughs> an infant on. If they can walk by themselves, it's cool. You're going to hold up the line, but, you know, it's Disneyland. When people get mad, you're just like... If this Calm is a kid's down. park. Get out of here. <laughs> I just want to run through the Tarzan treehouse. Yeah. Why are you going oh, through the treehouse? <laughs> With no little kids. So, Hunter, you want to jump on? All right. So, oh, you want to do it? Go for it. Well, these are your favorites. Yeah, these are your favorites. Okay, so New Orleans Square won my favorite land. And then um, two best rides, Pirates and Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion Holiday also. Now, with these, we're used to going... Um, like, Pirates is usually our first ride we go on, and then usually Haunted Mansion, depending on the weight. 
Um, but Pirates is by far the best ride for kids. Now, I know it has two small drops, but just make sure you sit in the middle and just cover them because you don't get soaked, but you might get a little splash. But definitely Pirates is a good one. It's... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, Tantra. Let me just add a little comment. You know, every time when I go to Pirates, if I see infant, you know, in the baby, like, you know, after the drop, I never see them cry. Ever. Yeah, well, because it's not a big drop. That's you would, why. You yeah, think that just drop. the abrupt, you know, dip yeah. though would make them freak out, but I, he's right. I've never that's, heard anybody cry. That's what cry. I was concerned when I took Ellie for the first time because I was like, oh, like there's two drops. I was like, I don't know if she's gonna like that. It's really, uh, that it's like. Um, and it's dark. I, well, not no, not that it's dark because like, you feel are the drop. Wrong. I mean, you feel yeah, it just I mean, a little. You feel it. And yeah. for infants, it's something new, you know. Yeah. Um, and then definitely Haunted Mansion. Now, I know it's ghosts, and some little kids might be a little scared, which is perfectly understandable, but... Um, but we're talking infants. Like, they're not yeah, yeah, that's what scared. I'm saying, yeah. Infants are not going to be scared, so it's a slow-moving ride, and it loads really quickly, so you're not stuck in line for, like, three hours. So it loads really quickly, and then you're able to be, what is it, like a... 15 minute ride? Or, no, I'm sorry, Pirates is 15 minutes. Yeah, it's like but, nine. Yeah, yeah. Minutes, but right? still, it's, it, those Tradition. two are like the best ones. <laughs> with, yeah, with the catchiest song like ever made. Yeah. I, I would definitely agree. Like, like Elizabeth said, Pirates is usually our first stop. And for us, like, uh, it was perfect for Ellie because, like, it's slow moving, it's air conditioned, and it's dark. So, like, if she wanted a nap, that's, like, where she would be, yeah. like, time for me to zone out. And then so it, it was has like, like it was nice. It has um, more than enough stroller parking. Yeah, is is the good thing where you're like everywhere around you is pretty much stroller parking, which is good. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on to Critter Country. Uh, this one is kind of weird because we we only have two, and one of the ones they have listed is Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, which I question myself because uh, how how are you supposed yeah. to help row the thing you're holding the, the baby? Because well, yeah. Like, like, I, like the freak out of us about everything. I love that ride, but... Well, like I, like I said, um, I put down, like, everything that Disney officially says has no height requirement, but I, I put a question mark because I was like, really? <laughs> like, who's taking an infant on? <laughs> and the other one is one of my favorite little kid rides, and that's The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, because everybody loves Pooh Bear. You yeah. know, it's good, it's air-conditioned, they love it. It's The, the song singing. is awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's Pooh Bear. I mean, who doesn't like that? I know our daughter, she uh, she loved um, Winnie the Pooh, and she loves it more now. Like, that, that's just, pots. yeah, that's perfect for a child. Um, you've got Frontierland, they've got a Mark Twain Riverboat, which, you know, once again, slow moving, you can, they, they can have a nice time. Uh, sailing Ship Columbia, and you've got Pirate Slayer. Pirate Slayer, like, you really wouldn't take them, though. That's but, a question mark, too, yeah. No, but I have seen, like, I've seen a lot of mothers, like, go on there one because of shade two it's a little bit quiet and like they just get to kind of have a little more free time to have their well i guess little kid run around but yeah well that's more for like a a bigger kid but yeah yeah i agree like with an infant there is a lot of like places you can just sit and uh you know take in the scenery while they uh take their nap or do what they want yeah and then uh, trailing back to the sailing ship Columbia, if you're if you're like me when I was a little kid, going on that, I, I was very much under the impression that that was a pirate ship and that we were all sailing with pirates. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else, but I was huh. that's how I thought about well, it. I mean, they do use it as Captain Hook ship. That's true. For fantastic. The one thing I will say though is Mark Twain and sailing ship Columbia, they don't let you take the stroller onto the ship, so yeah, uh, if you take area. them, you're gonna you're gonna have to carry them, but. 
if you're a real man, you won't, <laughs> you won't care about no shooting that bad. So moving on to Fantasyland. So Fantasyland, there's a lot. Um, I mean, Fantasyland is mostly for, like, little kids. Uh, I mean, we got Sleeping Beauty, uh, Peter Pan, Snow White, Pinocchio, uh, Dumbo, Mr. Toad, uh, like, Matt, uh, Matt T. Oh, I forgot that one. Carousel? Yeah, the Carousel, of course. Uh, why do you put, story- dude, I hate Storybook. <laughs> I hate that, right? Because it has no uh, part. Yeah, just I read the list. Uh, Casey Jr., Alice in Wonderland. Small, Small World. Small World. Slash Holiday. Which, depending on the season. Listen, I'm just going to say <laughs> something really fast about Storybook. I mean, I know you guys enjoy it and everything. It's just like, I hate that, I right. hate that ride. <laughs> Every time you guys are going on, I mean, I it's under- always Josh, by the way, that wants to go. <laughs> Listen, on. I understand it's for like infants. It's pretty cool. I hate it. <laughs> I I was a fan storybook because storybook is awesome because it's it's just miniatures. Like that's all you're I thought, seeing. I thought I was gonna be the only person who liked that ride. I I will say as a caveat though um, that with an infant. It's probably not suggested, like, I wouldn't suggest taking them just because, like, you're in the sun the whole way. It's not yeah. covered at all. So, like, I'm, well, I don't know. Maybe some people aren't as scared to put their kid in the sun. But <laughs> we always had hats. Yeah, we, had sun hats. we made sure to cover yeah. uh, Ellie at all times. On that list, uh, which is weird I'm about to admit this, is uh, it's a small world. I have learned after going to Disneyland with you guys and Ellie... I actually enjoy this ride because I enjoy seeing little kids' reactions to this You know, I kind of like it too. Their eyes get all big. They're all fascinated. It makes me not want to destroy the ride. (laughs) Uh, Let me just ask you this, you guys, um, all three of you. Um, Which one's your favorite ride for infants and the one we just listed? Josh? Um, I would say... Um, my favorite would be Alice in Wonderland, but that's because Alice in Wonderland, uh, goes more inside, and, uh, it doesn't have as much, like, craziness going on, because, like, you know, I know Ellie, when she was a baby, she didn't care for Snow White, because Snow White has, like, scary parts that, like, get loud. (laughs) Pinocchio has, uh, scary parts that get loud. Peter Pan, we just won't wait in line for. Uh, Mr. Toad has parts where it's, like, bumpy, like Alice in Wonderland's like the best one that's like kind of easy going the whole way. Uh, of course, that one has a weight too. And you got Small World, but Small World, like our main complaint was that it's in, the queue is outside, so you're it's like hot. in the sun the whole way waiting. What I was you? actually gonna say it's a Small World, and yes, the queue is not fantastic, um, but it's a Small World has been like one of the rides we want to take her on is. Yeah. Every time we go, it's like, sometimes it's also, the line doesn't work out. But um, well, it's also like she, a fifteen-minute ride. It's a fifteen-minute ride. You're indoors, and then it's the same song over and over again. I understand, but like <laughs> when you have your child, like you see them light up and you see them like attempting to sing it. Like even as an infant, when we took Ellie, like she was just looking around, just at all the colors, and like it's it's very vibrant, so, so it catches their attention. So would you say it's you? It's like a must-see. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh, yes. for kids. For, yeah, yeah, for little kids. Yes, yeah. definitely. Now, I know sometimes the line is a little long, especially during the holidays, but it's definitely a must-see, I agree. Hunter? Uh, so for me, I, I was originally going to say the carousel until it hit me. When you're bringing an infant there, you can't really hold them up on the... Uh, the... But you can. You sit with them. Well, so. I mean, because, you, you know, I know that, that growing up, when we were toddlers around that age, our parents would just hold us up while we were on the thing, you know. 
They, yeah, they don't let you do that. <laughs> My favorite one, though, on this list would probably be Peter Pan, but you pointed it out perfectly, Josh. That is such a long wait. I'm not sure if any infant can really sit there for that long. Um, well, one of my favorite ones, it's, I probably have to agree with you guys, Peter Pan, that's, I mean, to take it with, like, with infants, I mean, it's, I don't know, it feels more special, especially with your, you know, son or daughter, like, you're flying together, and, you know, it's a great moment, you know, for, for all of it, or whoever's a parent, whatever, you know? Yeah, um, I agree, it's just, of course, the hour wait, but that's on you if you want to wait in it. No, and not only that, like, these rides have been there since, like, we've been kids so like right, we want to take our child onto it so that way they can also be or experience that ride yeah we're at like what uh three generations or so uh well i know like we're for us like it's three generations of people who have been to disneyland and taken their kids no oh uh, uh, oh present this one uh -oh. we got we got mickey's toontown which you know i love but you know for this one, we have Roger Rabbit's Cartoon Spin. We have uh, Mickey's House, Minnie's House, and Goofy's Playhouse. On this list, I must say Roger Rabbit is arguably one of my favorite rides in the park, which is sad because it's in an area which I feel is just doomed. <laughs> um, I would say Roger Rabbit, like, I was surprised that this is on there. Um, I this will come up there. later, too, when we talk about Toy Story Midway Mania, but I wouldn't suggest taking an infant because, like, it whips around. <laughs> And that is not something you want with an infant, because then you're just like concerned about whiplash on them. Yeah. They seem so fragile. And then with with, and no, then, go ahead. Like go ahead. you got Mickey and Minnie's house. Uh, yeah, those exactly. are meet and greets. Like those, are, those are all well and good. Like that's like we're gonna get on that too. But like meet and greets, that's more on you if you want to do it, because like children, yeah. especially infants, don't care about it. Like they don't the they don't like characters walking up to them. So it's more of a thing for you. So it's on you if you want to do it. Yeah. And then, I know, we've said this before. Goofy's Playhouse, awful. It's awful. <laughs> it used to be fun. It's dirty. <laughs> you know, now with the new thing about the um, about the, the past, I mean, now I, I think now the Mickey House is going to be a little bit longer now because now you get, you get to keep the photo. Uh, oh, yeah, the, you're right. I think that's why it's going to be a little well, bit longer. Well, I mean... Like, that's that's the thing, too, with uh, Mickey and Minnie's house, is you don't have to do the meet-and-greet part. You can do just the walkthrough, which is cool enough. Like, uh, we've done it. Why? Um, the line for the meet-and-greet is huge at the end. That's true. You can skip it if you want, but that's the thing, is once you get through there, it's like, why am I going to skip this? And it's air-conditioned, and it's indoors. You're watching trailers, which I know Ellie likes watching, <laughs> and... Pointing out Goofy and Pluto. Well, so. the big thing is that you get that one-on-one -on -one interaction with that character. Yeah. Because sometimes if you're just on Main Street, like, it's pretty much like, all right, like, take a picture, chop, next. Chop, chop, we gotta next. go, we gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, we Where, five minutes. Like, I remember when they, when we took Ellie to meet Mickey Mouse for the first time, like, uh -huh. Mickey spent a good, like, just five minutes trying to get her attention and, like, talking to all of us, so that way, like, we had more of an interaction. And I think that's probably why... <laughs> more people are willing to wait in that queue to have that one-on-one -on -one interaction with yeah, them. That's true. It's, it's like the princess meet-and-greet. Exactly. I, I just like to point out, I'm 20 years old, and I still love doing meet-and-greets. I could be by myself trying to get their attention. <laughs> oh, so Tomorrowland, um, Astro Blaster, um, let's see, Bugs, or Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear, Monorail... Uh, and then Finding Nemo. I hate that one so much. <laughs> I don't recommend that I for anyone. Point, yeah, I want to point out, um, 
I misspelled that. It's not yeah, Astro Blaster. Yeah. It's uh, Astro Orbiter, which okay, is the spinner. Yeah, because I read the Buzz one. Yeah. So Astro <laughs> Orbiter Lightyear. is yeah. the other one. It's Buzz Lightyear's Astro Orbiter. Right. Um, Buzz Lightyear is really cool. Don't go on Nemo. Like, just, we, don't well, just don't do it. <laughs> well, we enjoy don't going go. on Buzz Lightyear with Ellie because she <laughs> likes it because, you know... Like it's Buzz Lightyear. She well, she can't like exactly. hold the gun. <laughs> no, well, but she likes shooting at yeah. it. Yeah, she likes she likes the gun though. She can't really shoot it, but she loves the joystick that she can control that, and she gets a kick out of that. I agree. Finding Nemo is awful because you're in a cramped space <laughs> with that the stinks. baby. Yeah, do not. That kid's do probably it. not enjoying it either. Yeah. No. Like if you and have, it's so long. If you have a gas mask or a Febreze <laughs> with you, go in. You know, but you know. yeah, then you guys have a blast. But <laughs> who does that every day? Uh, <laughs> before we switch up on that, Astro Orbiter is kind of a funky one because we've already hit on this. That one is well and good, but that one's always got a ridiculously long line as well. Yeah, but I, it's it's better than like uh, I mean, to me. I think Astro Orbiter is better to wait for than Dumbo because Dumbo's true. like it's, out in the sun. The sun, there's no at there's least no shade at all. Astro Orbiter, you're under shade because you're underneath the uh, the track, the people mover yeah. track. That's true, and it's very true. I wonder why, like, I remember going, like, I think, like, two years ago, and then you should just walk in, like, nothing. And now it was, like, oh, really? You should have seen the video of uh, the People Mover that I said I was watching earlier mm. from 1990 and 94. Like, you just look at it, and you're like, man, I, I remember Disneyland looking like that, where you could walk around, and people weren't always, you know, elbow to elbow. Um, you know, if you want to get on a soapbox about that, but... Like, uh, you know, that's kind of one of the things that sucks about Disney parks now. It's like, it's not like a hidden secret anymore. Like, people all do it, and people, like, that's also with the, you know, annual pass holders. It's like, you know, it's not as fun when you're with a bunch of people, you like, know, cramped all the time. Yeah. I know, like, we specifically try to go when it's not packed, because we don't want to deal with that. But, uh... Disney California Adventure, uh, Disney California Adventure, by the way, doesn't have as much. You got Buena Vista Street, which has the red car trolley, which, you know, that's cool, but I don't care to wait for. Uh, Hollywood Land, you've got Monsters, Inc., uh, Mike and Sully to the rescue. It's loud, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, Ellie, Ellie really loves that one, so I would definitely suggest doing it. Uh, Bugs Land, you've got Flicks, Flyers, Francis's, Ladybug Boogie. Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. The Choo Choo Train. I've had that for like 10 years. The Choo Choo Train, by the way, is awful. Like, I hate waiting on it, but Ellie loves it. I don't know why, but she loves <laughs> oh, it. Oh, that slow it's, ride. Yeah, it's so stupid. Long. Yeah. <laughs> the whole like, time you're wishing yeah. you weren't on it. You're like, hurry up, hurry up. A Bugs Land, like, that's a big issue with a Bugs Land, though. A Bugs Land, like, is a land that shouldn't be there. And you can tell because they, like, everything in it is just kind of, they just, like, it's like, they went halfway with everything. Like, they half-assed it. So, like, all the rides, are, you're just like, oh, these are two seconds long. I don't care. Like, they're they're basically, like, you know, they call it Flick's Fun Fair, but they're basically like fair or, you know, or rides. Con- like, you're, they're rides. awful. Yeah, so, like, I would suggest not going there at all. But <laughs> Paradise Pier has the most, though. One um, of you guys want to jump uh, on Paradise Pier? Go for it, Hunter. All right, uh, so at Paradise Pier, we have <laughs> we have the King Triton Carousel, which we've already kind of spoken on about that. Uh, Toy Story Mid- 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 Midway Mania, uh, the Fun Wheel, which is awesome. Uh, the Golden Zephyr, uh, the Little Mermaid, and the Boardwalk Games. 
I'm surprised about Mickey's Fun Wheel. I'm pretty sure there's a height requirement for the moving one. But I think they're talking about the non-swing. Elizabeth won't go on that, so... What if I, either, either the well, swinging or the non-swing. Golden points, the golden zephyr, which is never open. Yeah. Golden zephyr, <laughs> golden zephyr. You have to hope that there's no wind at all. You can't even go little, there with a light breeze. Little Mermaid <laughs> is perfect though. Like oh, it's, that ride. It's slow moving. It's uh, nice and you know cool in there. I know Ellie loves it. Like you know, kids love Ariel and they love Little Mermaid. I know. Adults hate Little Mermaid, the ride, because they're like, it could have been so much more. Get off your high horse. It's a kid's ride. It was not going to be what you think it is. And enjoy the the darn ride. And then, like, the the one thing I keep hearing is people saying, it should have been a boat ride. That makes no sense. Oh, my God. Because you you go under the sea with Ariel. You don't sit on top of the sea. Like, what is this, like? Spongebob where I'm gonna believe that there's water in the water like I'm not stupid I don't know why people hate that right I love that right especially like the technology like people like, yeah. like they move it's uh, it's I'm gonna say it's amazing yeah um, definitely Toy Story Mania is one now I just be careful with the whiplash especially with an it's, infant yeah. Um, like, you are, you know, like, strapped in or whatever, so you're not going anywhere, but sometimes the whiplash will, like, get to you, and of course, they can't wear the 3D glasses, um, but it's, it's definitely, like, a a cool ride to take them, and I mean, because even if they're not watching the screen, like, there's other things to look at, um, and it's a fun ride to begin with, and then the line usually goes pretty quickly, um, so you're looking at about, like, a 40-minute wait, so, like, 30, 40-minute wait. Um, so just definitely be prepared for the whiplash and of and course, stinky room. and yeah, that hot box room. They've, it's gotten better though, so they've added more fans, so that way it's not an enclosed area. Um, but definitely the whiplash and of course the 3D is what's going to be more of the turnoff for that one. Yeah, I know, like uh, Ellie, she's getting she's gotten really into Toy Story recently. So like for her, like she loves this right now. Like we took her last time, and she wanted to like play the games and all that, but. You know, when we took her as an infant, we just, it, like like Elizabeth said, it was the whiplash. Like, we spent most of the ride holding her down <laughs> so that she didn't hit her head on the gun. Yeah. Because, like, it, the way it moves. It's a sharp turn. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, the last one on the, the boardwalk games, I just want to point out that there's only really one that I would take my little kids in. That's that fishing one yeah, where you're guaranteed to win. or something. Oh, and then uh, your last uh, thing is Grizzly Peak. You have the red... W- Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. I love that place. I, yeah, I love that. Um, if they can walk there, you know, that's perfect, it's perfect for them. For them. Uh, but that's all the attractions. We, we kind of jumped on the ones that, for us, are issues. Um, now I wanted to talk about, like, shows, though. Because, like, for me, personally, like, I would suggest, like, with an infant, not doing shows. Because, like, you're... They're not going to sit through it. Like, the Aladdin musical Spectacular or Mickey and the Magical Map. There's no way an infant's going to sit through that show, unless they're asleep. Right. Like, uh, we saw Mickey and the Magical Map with Ellie when she was a baby, and luckily they have, like, seating for, like, strollers and all that, where you're in the back, so if you have to, you can stand up and get moving, because, like, she wouldn't sit through it. She was like, I'm done with the show. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I'm out. I don't know why there's lights, but I'm out of (laughs) here. World of Color is, is one of my favorites, but again, it's... It's one of those things where, like, 
you're really not going to be. But, like, as they get older, like, they'll enjoy yeah. the lights and everything. Um, Fantasmic, I think, is a pretty, like, it's a good show. But, again, with an infant, I don't, um, I don't foresee them sitting for yeah. all of it. My thing is, is it, it's the time of the shows. Because, exactly. like, for us, when we took Ellie when she was an infant, was we made sure to leave by, like, 7. Because we knew that she was, like, not going to be in for it. Like, I'll, I'll give her this. Like, you could tell that she tried to stay up the whole day. But it just made it so that she was more and more cranky the longer the day went. So we made sure to leave before the shows and, uh, you know, parades and fireworks. But uh, that was, you know, that's because we cared about her. If you don't care about your kid, you can just stay there. Whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Toss the baby. Yes, testament to, to Ellie's will, though, to want to see everything. Yeah. I've seen little kids that, that'll be passed out for just, you know, hours on end inside the park. Yeah. You know, I also agree about the fireworks. Uh, I, I mean... I, I, I think, like, little kids, like, infants will watch it because, I mean, you can't, I mean, I, I know some babies will knock out. Just distance, yeah. yeah. Because I know for us, we watched it from the Esplanade, you know, the part in between the two parks, right. and she had no problem watching it there. When we were inside the park, she it was a lot louder, and she hated it. She freaked out, and we had to leave because of it. So that means with these shows, the, the best one would... Uh, the best ones would probably be then just the parades in general because parades. Yeah. Parades would be great. You know, you got yeah. that going, and then the fireworks, which you know, like you just said, from a distance, because you don't want to have them sitting right there where they can hear the crackling and stuff. Yeah, I would say to. like I feel like Fantasmic and World of Color won't hold their uh, their attention because like we we haven't gotten Ellie still like won't sit through those shows through the whole thing like World of Color she'll just want to leave after a while and fantastic we've tried watching it with her and you know it just hits a point where she's just like i'm done with this show i'm done but like paint the night she loves sensational she's always loved sensational (laughs) so we we watch that like you know a few times every time we go but like parades are easy for them to catch on to the, the thing that worries me about Fantastic, and i love that show and i am i'm pretty sure that once kids become you know toddlers and they can sit through it they love it too, but the issue with it is you also get boxed in. You know, it's hard yeah. to get yourself out if they start getting cranky. That's yeah. very true, and not to mention like the crowds because if you're in the middle of Fantasmic and then all the, the show is over, now imagine trying to walk through this whole crowd with a stroller, with a stroller and then going and to find your stroller. So you're better off like avoiding that. Whereas when you sit down and watch the parade, like your stroller is with you, which is a little bit better than having to go search for it. I agree. So, um, I agree. agree. Uh, So, moving on, though. uh, So, with the meet and greets, we already kind of jumped on it. Like, meet and greets, that's more on you if you want to do those or not. Because, like, for us, like, we knew that uh, for Ellie, it was not, like, she didn't care about it. So, we we did it for us. Like, we wanted those memories. Yeah, the other thing, and then, like, as she got older, it's not like she liked the characters anymore. Um, but we, what we ended up doing is if we had Ellie, like, to the left of us and then the character was to our right, that was a little bit better because she enjoyed watching the character from a distance, but when you put them, like, really close to each other and all of a sudden, like, hey, here's massive Pluto, it was, yeah, she got a little scared. But from afar, they're a little bit better. So, yes, I agree. Photos are more for the parents. Just be careful. They like that distance. They like the distance, yeah. Like, I don't don't think they comprehend, like, how, like, big it is. Yeah, I imagine. I I agree with, I wanted to jump on, actually, what, uh, what you were talking about earlier, though, like, um, 
I think it's the one-on-one is like really what you want. Like, for I, I know a big thing for us was when we did um, the princess one at uh, the princess fun fair thing or whatever they call it. Like, she like we loved watching her interaction with them, and then like uh, it was funny because first we met Ariel and. She was like uh, all for meeting her. Then we met uh, Aurora was next, and as she was like uh, interacting with Aurora, Aurora was like talking to her and being like, "Oh, you're so cute!" Like she, I think she was dressed as Aurora yes. too. And then as uh, as she's looking at her, she just fell asleep. And then Aurora looked at us and she was like, "Oh, a Sleeping Beauty!" And like that was funny for us. Like. Uh, and then we also met, like, Jeannie afterwards, and she kind of did, like, the same thing where she fell asleep while he was talking to her, and then she fell asleep, and he just, like, motioned like he did magic on her to make her fall asleep. But, uh, like, that's the thing, is you want those one-on-one, like, I agree, though, the Main Street ones, like, you're not gonna get as much of that. You'll get, like, a little, like, very little. And then sometimes they're doing that walk-around thing, which I know, I know for... I know for Elizabeth, she hates when they do that, where they walk around and they don't stop to do the pictures or anything. She's like, stop and take the picture. I don't care to see you wandering this place. Yes, it's, it's, it's does so that. rude. It seems so rude. Especially when you try to get their attention. Yeah, like, and then like I've seen little kids like trying to catch up to this character, and then their mom is like all the way by the you know Disney gallery, and they're all the way like at the end of Main Street trying to like get an interaction and like I've even seen it where they have like the open book with the pen and they're just like they have their hands up and like focusing on other things and I'm like pay attention to the kids like I mean the reason why I mean they're they're not gonna stop because once they stop everyone's yeah, in a run yes you know? but like they they expect that so don't like don't be out there if you don't plan on oh, being yeah. stopped by little kids uh, to, to jump on that really quickly, um, I do know that that's actually a thing. Like, uh, it's a thing that they've been testing because, like, they were finding that a lot of people were, you know, uh, getting, like, annoyed or whatever that the characters just, like, stand Walk. there. And But then, like, they started doing the walking thing. They were doing... They do it at Disney World a lot. Like, we've seen them do it at Disney World where the whole thing is that oh. they they walk around and people, like, get to, like, take pictures and take video of it. And, like, they feel, like, happy with that. But it's, like, us with kids, like, we don't care to see you walk around. Like, we're not going to be happy. They want to meet you. Yeah. Stop and take the picture or sign the autograph book. Or give them a hug or a high five. Give them something. something. Yeah. Just say hi or come it over just, here. It seems oh. really rude. And I've seen it. Like, little I, kids, like, they look, like, so disappointed where Jafar didn't sign their book. And that was the last time I saw it where, like, Jafar. Jafar. <laughs> yes, Jafar was coming out and he was meeting up with like the other characters and this little kid was following him with an open um, autograph book and a pen trying to get his attention and Jafar just walked around. I get it, he's a villain, but come on. I would be like, patience. Yes, patience. <laughs> Your time uh, will come. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, I noticed Disneyland is a lot better about it. Like, uh, you know, well, you know, I don't know about Disney World. We... We only saw a few interactions like that, but they were really annoying at Disney World. At Disneyland, for the most part, they'll stop and, like, they'll stop for a second and, like, sign, like, an autograph or two. Like, uh, I've never seen them just straight up be like, no, I'm not going to do any of that. But I, I know which one Alyssa is talking about specifically. And it was Wasn't at, it heartbreaking? It was at Disney World. It was Cinderella, which... Elizabeth hates Cinderella anyway. So at Disney World, Cinderella was doing this walk-around thing, 
and we saw like kids trying to stop her and she was just like pretending like she couldn't hear them like at least admit that you hear them that, don't don't stand around just like, oh, yeah, look at this place. Yes. Like, that's, no, that's like, it, it's like, a lot of magic. I can't can see you, them. Can you please acknowledge my presence? <laughs> yeah, like that That was annoying. Listen, if I was a parent, I would be like, I spent $500 and you can't even stop for two seconds. I was so mad. And like I said, I don't like Cinderella to begin with. And then all of a sudden, like, I wanted her autograph for the book and she just kept on walking by. I'm that like, was you. Me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be that. I'll be that parent. Hey, hey! Like, I want to speak to your cast member. I want to. I want to speak to your manager. Yeah, oh, bring out Cinderella. Mr. Mouse. Yeah, she uh, actually. That's one thing too. Is at Disneyland, I've seen them where they'll like uh, grab the hand of some kids and yeah, like walk around walk with them. them. That, that's cute. Okay, yeah. I like that. I'm Only good with that. If it's your kid, though. Yeah. If it's someone else's kid, he's like, you know, oh, why is it in my kid? Yeah, why is it in my kid? Pay attention to my kid. Yeah. And that's why I don't think the walk around works. Come back. Yeah, I don't think the walk around works. But uh, I wanted to lastly uh, talk about the Baby Care Center. There's two locations. There's one at Disneyland. It's uh, over by um, Carnation Cafe. Not Carnation Cafe. What is it called? Uh, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's over there. Um, Near the locker rentals, right? No, No, it's uh, it's next to the it's next to the corn dog cart. Oh Oh, yeah. Photo op place also. Yeah. The uh, Kodak. uh, Picture Center. Picture Actually, place. it's not Kodak anymore. Who is it? Nikon, is it? Yeah, Nikon Sorry. Picture yeah. Center. Uh, it's over by there. Um, yeah, that's actually also where you have uh, the um, Lost and Found for kids. It's actually right next to it, the Baby Care Center. Um, we've had our brother Brian, he got lost, and we found him in there. Uh, he was playing uh, Madden. Like it was like Madden, <laughs> one of the Madden games, because they have like PlayStations and stuff in there to keep them calm. What? Brian's <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I'll just stay here. I'm good. Y'all enjoy your vacation. <laughs> and then uh, Disney California Adventure. It's uh, next to Cars Land. Uh, it's in between Cars Land and uh, the Gur. It's actually Gurry. right next to Gurridelli. So I know you gluttons out there. <laughs> so what do you think, uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about the, the baby care center thing? Well, the reason I like the baby care center, not that the bathrooms don't have, like, enough changing tables, but usually they'll have two. Most of the time, especially if you're at Disneyland, they're going to be occupied. So when you go in, like, you might have to wait a few minutes to, like, get a changing table. But the good thing about the baby care center, my favorite is the one at Disneyland because it's bigger. So, basically how it works is one parent can go in with a child, whether female or male. Um, You park your stroller outside so you don't have strollers, like, clogging the area. So, you basically walk in, you check in with them, you ask, or they ask you what you want to do. They have a little area where there's, like, Mickey Mouse um, cartoons that are just on, like, repeat. Um, So, if you have other kids, they could just sit down there while, you know, you breastfeed or while you feed your infant, whatever it may be. And it's actually really, um, really nice and secluded. It's so comfortable, right? Yeah, that, that's the big thing is comfort. One, the air is like perfect, so it's not like it's hot or stuffy. So you walk in, you let them know what your what service you need. So when we originally went um, for Ellie's first time when she was an infant, um, I was still breastfeeding at the time. So they have like a breastfeeding station where it's um, DCA, you get your own room. But at Disneyland, you are basically, you're, you're like in a room with other nursing mothers and you have a rocking chair, like you have your privacy in there. 
Um, the other thing is like they also have a microwave, they have like Tylenol that you can purchase, they have like infant food, formula, just in case yeah. like you need anything else, first aid also. Um, but they have a section where you can heat up the bottle or whatever you need to do, heat up the food. They have high chairs and everything, they have cleaning stations, but the best part is that they have, um, what's it called, they have um, like just baby changing uh, stations. So they have like about eight different changing tables. Each one has their own liner. You have registered nurses in there, so you can ask them anything. Like like, like I said, they're registered nurses with experience. So I love how Disney is like, hey, let's just sell diapers and stuff in here too, might yes, as well. Yes, but sometimes, well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's useful. Like, we had to buy uh, baby Tylenol in there because we ran out. That's cool, though. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm very much, like, prepared when we go to Disneyland, but sometimes, like, you just something happens. Yeah. yeah. I don't even have a kid yet, but it's good to know that Disney went way above what they needed to do for these uh, for these baby care centers. They could have just know. stopped at changing tables and a heat exactly. section. Yeah. But they have like I don't the, know people, if Universal has this. the people working there, like they're registered nurses, and then like they're there to help. So like they'll ask you, hey, like did you need anything? Blah blah blah. They'll come and check on you and make sure everything's okay. Dude. Um, but yeah, definitely the one at Disneyland provides like. Not more services, but it's a little, um, it's bigger. The one at DCA is a little bit more quieter just because you don't get that much traffic. So, but again, you do have all of those. The people in there are like super nice and they're just, they just want to help. So it's, it's very, very comfortable, especially like if you don't want to wait in line in the bathroom, you know, to change the diaper or whatever, like it's better to go into these stations. So I highly recommend you use them as much as possible, especially if you're nearby. Definitely stop in. Get get your baby settled down or put them to sleep, change the diaper, whatever. But it's it's definitely a something you might want to use. Uh, before we close off, I just have a question: uh, Is it just mother can enter or like no? As long as it's yeah. an adult it's with that child. So like, if you were gonna go in, you can go in with Ellie. Oh, okay. so, and but it's only one person, right? It's only right? one person, yeah. Okay. So again, you don't want like a ton of people, especially like adults who will take up more space, right. like just waiting there. Like mm -hmm. they ask you to wait outside. Uh, that's that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, really quick though, before we uh, end it, um, I just wanted to point out that uh, I know, like the first time we looked up how many attractions you can take a child on, like we were actually very surprised how much you can really do. Because I know, like a lot of people feel trapped when they have an infant. They're like. Oh, now I can't do as much. But, like, there's a ton of things you can take a child on. And then you have the child swap option, which uh, makes it so you don't even have to miss out on your e-tickets or uh, roller coasters. You just have one person go in and let, you let them know at the, um, when you originally go in that you're going to be doing a child swap. And uh, they give you the child swap pass, which is for you and three people to go with you. I know we used it for Radiator Springs mm -hmm. Racers because, you know, I love that ride. We, we can't miss that. But, you know, it's, uh, it's good to know that, like, at Disney, like, you don't have to worry. Like, nothing really changes just because you have a kid there. Uh, the child swap thing, yes, it was awesome because we also had a big group. So it was good that they, they also allowed a lot of people to go through it. Because we split up into, like, two groups for that thing. Yeah, we did. It's perfect. So, so don't think just because you have a child that Disney is going to be a waste of money because it's yeah. not. It's still the yeah, this is, yeah, this yeah, is it'll be fun for the parent and for the child, <laughs> even if they're an infant. Like they'll they'll, re they'll, remember. they'll remember. Well, like I don't want to harp on it, but like we've looked at other parks and like uh, like other theme parks. Like the difficult thing is, what do you take a kid on? Because Universal almost, I'm pretty sure it's like 
none of their rides no. you can take them on except for that stupid 3D Shrek thing that they have. I, I don't care to do that. And um, I, I guess they also have that 3D, uh, what is that, uh, Minions thing? That was and, okay. But, like, that's the thing is, like, there's no, there's no options for you there. There's no options for you if you go to, like, Knott's Berry Farm or especially Six Flags. Like, Six Flags, they're roller coaster Yo, parks. Yeah, Six Flags is straight like a young adult place. So, like, <laughs> definitely Disneyland. Like, everyone knows it's, like, uh, you know, everyone calls it a kiddie park. But it's, realistically, it's a perfect place to take your family. Like, it's a fun time. I know we would take my grandma, and she would love to just sit outside with Ellie. Like, there were a few times where we just left her with my grandma, and she was just like, uh, all I need is popcorn. And you're like, that's it? That's your payment. That's all you <laughs> that's need. Payment plan is we get you junk yeah. food. That's what she needs to power her up. But, <laughs> but you know, um, so uh, this is going to be uh, the end of this episode. So we want to thank you guys for listening, and uh, we want to make sure to let you guys know to follow us on Spreaker or subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we want to thank Dave. Always <laughs> thank you every time. Uh, and you can follow me on all of the social media, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, all of that. Um, I'm at Geo Disney. That's G-I-O Disney. Uh, you can follow Hunter at uh, Hunter3GATM on the uh, Twitter. Uh, you can follow George at oh, J182 on Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. And you can't follow Elizabeth anywhere because she doesn't do social media. But uh, like I said, you can follow me. Uh, so just once again, we want to thank you guys for listening. And uh, see you guys later. See Catch you real soon. Adios. <laughs> see ya. Catch ya. <laughs>